0: Welcome friends Our help is in the name of the Lord Who made heaven and earth Grace and peace to you From God our Father And the Lord Jesus Christ God speaks peace peace to the faithful To those who turn to God in their hearts Surely salvation is at hand For those who fear God Where God dwells Steadfast love and faithfulness meet Righteousness and peace Kiss each other Faithfulness springs up from the ground and righteousness looks down from the sky. God gives what is good and we respond with abundant praise. And as we seek to look to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on this day, we are mindful of anything that gets in the way of that interaction. And so we come to the throne of grace boldly with confidence knowing that god will hear our prayer of confession let's pray lord jesus we call upon you to save us we are intimidated by our circumstances distracted by your purposes drowning in doubts and fears we envy the blessings of others We have hardened our hearts to the suffering of others. Search our hearts, we pray, and lift us from sin and help us walk with you in faith and in love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news, brothers and sisters. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, God sees, God knows, God forgives, God restores. No one who believes in the Lord will be put to shame, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thanks be to God. And since we have been reconciled to God and each other, we can freely extend some practical peace to each other. And so may the peace of Christ be with you, my friends. As God's forgiven people, this is how we are to live. Psalm 105 says, O give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. May the Spirit of God guide us to be obedient and to enjoy this word. I'm going to be reading for you from the Gospel of Matthew, but before we do that, we certainly need the Lord in all things, and we need the Lord's enablement in order to discern, and apply the word of God to our lives. And so let us pray. Oh, Spirit of God, open our eyes to see you in the midst of our struggles. Open our ears to hear your words of invitation and assurance. Open our minds to recall your wonderful works. Open our hearts to glory in your name. And seek strength in your word. Through Jesus Christ our Savior and risen Lord. Amen. So I'm going to read for you from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 14 and verses 22 to 33. Matthew 14, 22 to 33. Hear the word of the Lord. "'Walked on the water and came toward Jesus. "'But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, "'and beginning to sink, cried out, "'Lord, save me!' "'Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. "'You of little faith,' he said, "'why did you doubt?' "'And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. "'Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, "'Truly, You are the Son of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the New Testament Gospels, we see Jesus for who he is, the Son of God and the true Sovereign of the universe, seeking to reconcile people to God through his life, his miracles, his teaching. In the Gospels, we also see Christ's disciples for who they are, a ragtag bunch who express both belief and doubt and experience both faith and failure. The reality of the Christian life is that it is a sort of three steps forward, two steps backward kind of experience. The expectation that we will succeed and have everything go hunky-dory each time we step out in faith is far from how things actually work in both the world and in god's kingdom doubt and failure are important experiences for the believer in jesus without failure there is no christian life why because it means we are still in the boat It's evidence that we never left the safety of established routines and responded to God's command to step out of our comfort zone and boldly go where we've never gone before. Our failures may, like Peter, be colossal belly flops. Yet Jesus is there, extending grace to Peter and helping him, even in his failure of faith. Failure does not define us. I'll say that once more. To fail and to be a failure does not define us. In fact, we aren't failures. That isn't our identity. Jesus is Lord over everything, including storms, hardship, and trouble. Yeah, there are a lot of scary things in this life, Learning to ride a bike was scary. Driving for the first time on an icy road was scary. Getting married and having kids was scary. Admitting a fault, mistake, or weakness is scary. Being vulnerable with another person is scary. It can even be scary to be at a church. Why? Well, because we might fail. And we think it might crush us. The fear of failure, however, does not need to control our lives. Why? Because grace overcomes everything. We all find ourselves at times caught midway between faith and doubt. But to know this situation is to experience grace. If the worst scenario you worry about in your head would actually come to pass, it will still never change the reality that God loves you. And it will not stop Jesus from extending his hand to you in a life-saving grip of grace. Fear melts away when we keep our eyes on Jesus. So we must focus on Christ instead of fixating on the waves around us. The truth sets us free. So, therefore, let's notice five truths about Jesus that help us overcome the fear of failure and embrace a life of faith. The first truth Jesus is a person of prayer. Jesus was deeply dependent on his Heavenly Father. His life exhibited the necessities of simple prayer and obedience if jesus found the need for solitude and prayer for his life and ministry how much more do we need it the lord had his disciples get into the boat and go out on the lake jesus knew they were about to face a storm the boat ended up getting thrown around by the waves even though the disciples were doing god's will by going out on the lake They were not spared from the storm and the adversity. Jesus wanted his disciples to experience the storm. Why? Because it's through the storm that we learn faith. Faith is developed through experience and adversity. Faith that never endures distress never grows or matures. Faith must be exercised, and if it isn't, it atrophies, and it becomes useless. Show me a person with great faith, and I'll show you a person that has gone through a boatload of adversity and hurt, having allowed Jesus to grace them with healing. The second truth. Jesus is present with us, and this presence Brings an end to fear. Being in the middle of a lake during a storm did not prevent Jesus from being present with the disciples. He just walked on the water to be with them. Even though the disciples had just participated in the miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000, another miracle was not on their radar which is why they did not recognize Jesus and were afraid when they saw him. While afraid, we typically don't see Jesus, even when he's right in front of our faces. Why? Because we don't expect him to be there, and we mistake him for a ghost. When the disciples cried out in fear, Jesus responded, I used to have a factory job training workers. When the training was finished, I had the trainees evaluate our time together. The top response I received is that my presence helped them to learn their job. The freedom to fail time and time again without me judging them about it. Having me there to rescue them when things got too much built the confidence that they could do it on their own. A third truth. Jesus desires those who follow him to imitate him. Jesus walked on water. Jesus invited Peter to walk on water. Peter was not chided by Jesus for getting out of the boat, Peter was chided for doubting that he could continue in the miracle that was happening. Jesus is not merely interested in disciples being able to regurgitate his teaching. Why? Because he wants us to exercise our learning through actual deeds of faith. Once the command of Jesus was given to Peter, Come! Then walking on water became only a matter of trust. G.K. Chesterton once said, Christianity has not been tried and found wanting. It has been found difficult and left untried. We understandably get nervous when a crazy Jesus and an unpredictable Holy Spirit call us to change by getting out of the friendly confines of the boat why after all we might fail and we might be labeled as failures but it is at those times that we bank on god's word and promises the apostle james said that if we find ourselves lacking wisdom to deal with the unpredictable and unknowable we are to ask god who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to us peter responded to his predicament predicament by crying out to jesus lord save me jesus immediately reached out and saved peter from his own doubt and lack of faith jesus called peter a little faith many people have lived too long with the notion that God is some stern, angry deity who is constantly displeased with sinful people, who always has a furrowed brow, and that only through perfection will God ever be happy with us. The truth is that Jesus wants us to imitate him, and when we fail, he is there to pick us up. The fourth truth. Jesus has the authority to settle the storm when he is ready to do it. Jesus is king. Christ is sovereign of the world. He will bring the crisis to an end according to his own good pleasure and good timing. Rather than spending all our emotional capital by worrying or conniving to get out of a situation, We can trust God and keep our eyes on Jesus. Our job is to believe. God's job is everything else. And the fifth truth, Christ's power led the disciples to acknowledge who he is. Worship happens when we see Jesus as he really is, the Son of God. Flat, dull, boring worship, comes from flat, dull, boring Christians who are unable to see the power of Jesus in their lives. We discover the power of God when we are in a situation which requires God's strength to deliver us. Grasping Jesus as the Son of God is more than a verbal confession of faith. It is being able to trust him, like getting out of a boat in the middle of a lake. We are to live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. It doesn't require much faith to pray that Aunt Mabel's bunions will feel better. It only requires a little faith to give a dollar when you have ten dollars. It takes no faith to discuss the weather and steer clear of hard conversations. But it does require faith to pray for a healing every day without giving up for a little boy who is racked by epilepsy and trust God to spare his life. It does require faith to write a check for $100 to someone in need when you have exactly $100 in your checking account and trust God to provide for your own necessities. It does take faith to go off the grid of the routine schedule, to have a difficult discussion about social justice and trust God to act on Christ's teachings. It does require faith to live as though the mission of God in this world is the most important thing we could ever do and trust God to step out and do it. It would be great if we could pray and act without ever doubting or failing. Yet the only way to do that is to never step out of the boat. Instead, we are to live life and trust God and see what the Lord will do. Let's pray. Oh, holy God, help us, your people, to embrace the life that is truly life by stepping out of the boat. May Jesus define our lives instead of letting failure define us. May we accept the grace that is ours in Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And, you know, the Lord never promised us that living the Christian life would be an easy thing to do. It does require faith. And in order for that great faith to grow and to mature and to develop, we will need to face some hard circumstances and quite a bit of adversity. But through that, we learn to trust God, and we learn to live life as it is meant to be lived. And so as we go out to do that, we do it with the blessing of God. So may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God the Father, and the fellowship and the encouragement of the Holy Spirit be with you all, now and forever. Amen. Go in peace, brothers and sisters.